it's me, Sean Capri, and welcome to episode 159 of We The Gamer Cast. It comes to you every Monday on iTunes, Google Play, and mother-loving YouTube. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for Lincoln for hopefully slipping through all that nonsense. Uh, guys, it is Monday. Thank you for returning to We The Gamer Cast. Um, I'm just excited to be here, man. I'm excited to pump out this show. We've got so much greatness coming for you. You don't, you don't even know, but if you're new, here's the deal. Every week I have sweet hangs with strangers from the internet. And if you want to be on the show, it's easy. Just tweet at me at Sean Capri, Sean like Connery, Capri like the pants. I've taken a couple weeks off. Actually, I had a few episodes in the can. We had, I had a uh, vacation. We were uh, supposed to be away last weekend. I ended up staying in, um, because of weather. Um, so I have actually not even been doing a whole lot of these interviews. I've been on a couple of other shows which i'll get to in just a second and um one of these days man i just i would just like to just i'll just do all the guesting that would be great luke lore that's it you should just be doing that my friend just continue guesting all the, on all these shows we shared a guest spot on a show but before i get to that i want to take a quick thank you to everybody who supports us at patreon.com slash makes better it's an incredible thing going on over there it's an incredible thing happening on the discord which is free by the way you can join the discord you don't have to support the the patreon to join there just come chat uh, jump into one of the voice chats. Everybody's playing Fortnite. We might be doing like a MUBG kind of thing with PUBG and the Make Us Better crew. And oh gosh, guys, it's like, if you think this is good, this is just the beginning. And I'm not just saying that just to get excited. Like, I truly believe this is just the beginning. We are all going to play games together, play some video games together, if you will. Um, guys, let's, let's thank all of our amazing and amazing. And I managed to screw up the, the joking one as well. <laughs> amazing patrons at patreon.com slash make is better like our platinum executive producers Corey hicks at twitch.tv slash chicks underscore 18 and mr mark moody at youtube.com slash mr moody reviews our gold executive producers sheldon benedict and tony baker and panache malloy the guest today panache i don't know what that means i think it's a tuft i looked it up a tuft of feathers in a hat or a helmet or something we'll get to that in just a second our executive producers joey splats caro underwood dante bellini jr jared gautier dude 427 kevin austin josh borboni tammy ryan robert bobby miller tim alf joel brooks martini jean nasty boots david ray and jesse armstrong there's no way I'm ever, at one point I was able to memorize like the list. There's no way that is ever happening again. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to glance over at the list every once in a while. Guys, your support is just crazy and it allows so much incredible content to be generated and created and it just keeps us all going and we're all coming back to the same place, all talking about games, all playing games and getting along. It just really, man, puts some, it puts a smile on my face and I hope that you guys are enjoying it as well. Um, last week, Speaking of Mr. Mark Moody, I hope you guys enjoyed that little chat. We were kind of all over the place, weren't we? Mark, I hope you're doing well since we last chatted. It was a little while ago for people that was last week, but I hope you're doing, I hope you're doing well, my friend. Um, I have a couple shout outs that I want to get through before we get to my chat today with Panache Malloy. Um, I want to thank the, uh, the crew over at PSVG OT. I was able to be a guest over there and Coach Hulk and Devin Tice welcome me on. And this is a great show. It's kind of like, it's kind of like a mix of this show, but better. Um, because <laughs> Coach is just so awesome. I just want to like, like listen to him and learn from him. And Devin, I just want to give you a big old hug. That is never, that will never change. Love freaking Devin Tice. I had such a great time. I was a little intimidated because I like this show where I ask the questions and then other people tell me stories. I don't think that I'm a great storyteller. So I was very nervous jumping into that. So thank you guys for 
having me on. If you want to uh, find out what my very first podcast memory was, that was a question I've never been asked before. I've always been asked, like, how did I get into it and all these other things. But, like, my first memory, like, the whole, like, lead up into it, good times, man. Go over there. Check that out. The You, you can find the link. Probably the best place would be in the um, – I'll tweet it out, of course. But also in the Discord, it'll be under Show Chat or Show Talk, um, the channel there. So check that out, please. Also, a quick um, uh, internet hug. To my good friend, Delvin Cox, I hope you're doing okay, my friend. Uh, tough week. I just wanted to let you know that I'm thinking of you, brother. Um, and speaking of maybe just having a, a bit of a, I mean, not not nearly the same, um, but I just wanted to thank everybody for, uh, people have been very patient with me. <laughs> it's like, I don't know, man. I'm just like, I've had like this balance of like, everything's going really great, but at any moment, it could all crash. Like at work, personally, everything, all of this stuff, like it's like, it's this very, I feel like I'm walking a very fine line. And so I'm very appreciative to people who have been accommodating for my schedule and a lot of things have come up in the last little bit. So thank you guys so much for just your patience and we're getting through it. We're, we're rounding a corner here for sure, but I just want to, you guys all know who you are. So I just really appreciate that. A dog joined into the room. Oscar, what are you, wait, no, Oscar, you just have to, you just have to sit over there, buddy. Um, by the way, for those who didn't know, <laughs> I feel like I probably put this everywhere. I have a baby girl. So that's terrifying. <laughs> if anybody has any tips, anybody, I am, I'm open to suggestions. Also names. Uh, we're probably set, but I'm very curious. If you guys want, leave a comment below. Well, if you were, ha- if you were me and you're having a girl, which you would be because you would be me in this situation, um, let me know names below. Uh, what have I been playing really quickly because I've been rambling a bit here, guys. I was really excited to plug in the Super Nintendo Classic Edition with my brother was over. We did the whole gender reveal and then he stuck around afterwards and and just destroyed Mega Man X. It was so freaking impressive and even more impressive was we had like because the cords are, so, are even still short on that thing, like the, the controller cords, even though they're longer than the NES a little bit too short in my opinion. And so we had this like daisy chain of HDMI cables and everything and we we're having some trouble. Apparently you can't plug the Super Nintendo Classic Edition into an HDMI splitter. Did you guys know that where you can have like on one of our TVs all of our uh, devices go up into this one splitter so that we have the one cable going up behind the wall. Anyways, that's nonsense. Um we had it going in through the Xbox 1 and I didn't realize that there is a giant input lag on it. So later when Chelsea and I were we're playing Super Mario, we realized like there's a good second delay and my brother still just destroyed Mega Man X. I'm super impressed. I need to get him like here streaming. Um, oh, and speaking of streaming, coming up, I'm, I'm just going to like maybe take an extra five minutes on the toilet one of these days and put craft together a plan. That's really the only time that I have to like craft together plans and things like that. My, uh, my gaming backlog, which I'll get to maybe in a future episode with Tammy and Tommy, which comes out on Thursday, by the way, it's going to be amazing and amazing. Um, holy crap. I totally lost my, my, uh, stream of conscious, my streaming. Oh yes. Um, uh, streaming conscious. I'm going to do, I think I'm going to do some like, like news rundowns and streamcasts. Like I, I, I don't mean to copy necessarily, uh, Luke lore, but I, I mean, Fiona and I did talk about this a little while ago and Joe has been a guest, I guess a few times on, on the streamcast. I want to like, just make it a little official. I want to do an intro and everything like that. I'm going to, like, I've got lots of ideas and it's all thanks to you guys. And the green screen has got to be part of this whole thing. So thank you guys so much. I've got tons of ideas. Stick with me. Bear with me. Trust the vision. I, uh, usually when I have something in my mind and I'm like, I think I know how to do this. Like, 
Nine times out of 10, that happens. And it usually surprises me because it leads into other great things. So guys, stick around. Follow me on Twitter at Sean Capri, Sean like Connor Capri, like the pants. But right now, why don't we jump into my amazing chat with Panache Malloy. She doesn't have Twitter, but that's okay. You can find her in the Discord. Here she is, Panache Malloy. I'm I'm excellent. First of all, thank you so much for having me. I of really course. appreciate it. Yeah. And it's been quite a weekend, sir. Yeah. I went over to uh I'm on the Alabama Gulf Coast mm-hmm. and I went over to Biloxi and saw Culture Club and Boy George night before last. <laughs> That's awesome. And I've waited thirty years, totally worth the wait. Have you? He was absolutely outstanding. No it's, kidding. it's as if it's as if time has not passed at all for him, or just Looks like incredible. in that moment, like you're like, wait a minute, what, what year is it? Like it doesn't matter. You're just exactly. in the moment. I mean, just the color, the glitter, the sparkle. Almost all the original <laughs> members mm-hmm. still with him. That's crazy. He sounds amazing. He looks incredibly healthy. Mm-hmm. And when you think about all the decades that have passed, mm-hmm. and unfortunately those that are no longer with us, and then he's still going so strong, and people that, you know, they split up and to hold together all these years like that, and just so impressive. It was a blast. Isn't it, it crazy was a huge thing, party. Like we're we're starting to get there where we're like we're just kind of hoping that our our favorite celebrities just kind of like stick around for a little bit like you gotta exactly. mention his health it's like, oh my god please Bono just like stay healthy my friend like just just or whoever it is like in our world like just like oh god just a couple more years I'm not ready just yet I know I need to I need to see you too have you guys seen them in oh, concert Oh I so there's a couple bands that like I've seen probably too many times and you two is is getting there actually I went a long time I think probably the first time I would have seen them would have been around 2000 and since then like I was late to the game oh, wow. seeing them um but yeah it's just I saw them in Vancouver one year and they had they they pretty typically have like this this small little circle in and around the stage and then they've got the rest of the floor and I got to right. be like right in there I was pretty much like 10 feet away and I just oh I, I've fallen off goodness, the YouTube bandwagon jealous. for sure but yeah I've I used to be just a massive fan like completely obsessed so that was that was my heaven right there I was like that's a memory I'll, I'll have somewhere in here hopefully forever I can't remember a lot of things but that's something that's that'll incredible. just take with me forever, for sure. Yeah, you will treasure that. I need to see the stone, but akin to your memory with them, I saw Prince on the front row Ooh. in 2004 in Birmingham, an hour away from where I grew up in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, mm-hmm. for his musicology tour. Oh yeah. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I have, and I have to demonstrate with the karate chop when I. <laughs> That. For some reason, oh my God, it's gonna be like the new politician move. No like, I will way. tell you my point by karate chop. That's the best Let thing me I've seen. be absolutely clear. So when when I run, when I take over for our friend mm-hmm. Donald J, in a few years, that will be you'll be my campaign manager, and this is what we will do. That will be amazing. <laughs> that that that'll be the secret. I'm gonna have to bring that into the show, and like I've already recorded the intro and the outro for this week, so I'll have to try again for next week yes. to do like the, the chopping. <laughs> Welcome. Although I do this. for the slash, I do the slash. We the nerdy or slash yeah, you're, make you're, us better. You're doing the you're doing fruit ninja. That's I'm true. more like <laughs> I need to. 
I need to be more flexible like you. I'm doing the utilitarian. Oh my god. You're making me laugh so hard my flex capacitor is coming out in my forehead. (laughs) (laughs) Flex capacitor? (laughs) Oh my word. That is too much. But I have, and and I tell um, Tiger Shark Halfpenny, who Thank, thank you for Pete recommending Barbaro. that. <laughs> yes, so Pete Barbaro, numero uno. <laughs> Caballero, numero uno. Um, that, okay, get ready to call the hyperbole police on me. Woo, 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 mm-hmm. woo. But I have never been in more awe of a carbon-based life form than I was of <laughs> Prince Rogers Nelson. Mm-hmm. He... I mean, and and it's almost cliche, unfortunately, now that he's no longer with us, to say that, oh, he was just, he was like another being. He's like, he wasn't even real. No, Um, here I go again. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He was barely 5'2". Yeah. But when he, he he was super little, but he had on five inch platform heels that (laughs) lit up. Lit up in sparkles. <laughs> it was awesome. incredible. And he was five feet away from me. And I remember looking up just like this. And he, w- he looked down at me and he gave me one of these. No. And his eyes, I'm t- I promise you, they were glowing. Oh, my god! He had amber eyes. And I, I've never been more hypnotized by another human being in my life. No kidding. Holy crap. Now all I want to do is just like, can you, maybe we'll just pick up this up, uh, another time. I just want to go watch like Prince videos right now. Oh, like, do it oh right my now. Gosh. It's been a, it's been a pleasure. Yep. Thank you everybody. That Good is night. all. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Glad we you pushed it to this evening. Purple rain on Blu-ray Holy right now. Holy crap. <laughs> you will no cry. kidding. <laughs> Oh my god! How many concerts have you? You must have been to a ton of concerts living where you live. Like everybody comes through your neck of the woods, I would imagine. Oh goodness, I've been I've been so blessed. I saw, I don't know, um, in Canada if you guys are into American <laughs> country music. Uh, I saw Dwight Yoakam a couple of weeks ago. He's a country legend, mm-hmm. and he was out, outstanding. And uh, this isn't a concert, but I saw Jim Gaffigan a couple of weeks ago. Oh, nice. Also oh. in Biloxi. And he was a riot. Yeah. And I had a, a photo taken with him at a meet and greet in 2007 when I was on my internship at Disney. And it was a hysterical picture. He was at the Hard Rock Live in Orlando. Mm-hmm. And his opener, uh, told me and my friend, hey, Jim's going to stick around after the show. And, of course, it's Orlando in May. So it's yeah. nice and cool outside. Not. No kidding. <laughs> and so we're all just slimy and all smushed together because this was right when his fame had really taken off. Mm-hmm. After Beyond the Pale, his Comedy Central specials were really getting the ratings and the hot pocket and the bacon and all that was catching on with yep. the college kids and everything. And uh, we finally got to the front of the line and his opener was, like I said, I'm from Alabama. His opener was a real sweet guy from Tennessee. Turns out we were fifth cousins. Fifth cousins? <laughs> How had- do you even work that? I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Well, the, the line was so long that he was just kind of walking around, just, hey, how's it going? Nice to meet you. And 
we were just going over life and existing yeah, <laughs> and yeah. all those wonderful things you talk about at 1130 at night when you're dying in humidity. No and and we it kind of dawned on us and we go, what? You're what? From what clan? What? And uh, it was fields. So then we were pals. We were all hugging and slapping each other's bags and everything. So then he was so sweet when I got up to Jim. He grabs Jim and says, hey, she came all the way from Tuscaloosa, Alabama to see you, which was a bit of a fib because I was on a Disney internship and it was my <laughs> dorm just was in the neighborhood. minutes away. Yeah. But I thought, hey, <laughs> why spoil his enthusiasm? So I just smiled and Jim picks me up off the ground like and gives me the biggest bear hug of oh my, my life. Gosh. <laughs> that's surreal, man. Like that's, oh my he gosh. Just, <laughs> just squeezes me. And my friend uh, Annalisa just stands and she's just what is happening? <laughs> right? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like is this real life right now? What's going on? And then he signed our tickets. Mhm. And uh my nom de plume is Panache. He signed my legal name on the ticket which is very complicated and unusual and halfway through he goes <laughs> i can't spell that yeah no <laughs> i said it's okay so he signed it i love you oh that is so and he sweet signed, he signed my friend's ticket thanks and we got out of the line and she holds it up and she goes you get i love you and I get thanks. Thanks. <laughs> you're like, oh, that that's probably the same. You're thinking to yourself, I just so won out on this one. Tell me, tell me about this intern. I love how you just kind of like casually slide in this like internship with Disney. What the heck oh, is that about? That silly thing. Oh, I'm that. So embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> but since you twisted my arm, <laughs> no. back in, <clears throat> excuse me, in 2006, late 2006. I was in one of the common areas at uh, University of Alabama, my alma mater, and they had uh, standees for a Disney college internship. Mm -hmm. And I had no idea. You got to remember, this was early days of social media. Oh, yeah. There was no YouTube, no Twitter, no InstaFace, no MyBook. <laughs> there, was, there was no iPhones. Oh. 2006, my, I don't think My iPhone phone? Yeah. It did T9 word. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I could, but I could text and have a, two conversations at once. That was actually really nice. Oh, yeah, man. Because there were actual, actual buttons. I feel like you that should be it. like, I was going to say like, because there's this weird thing that happens with, uh, for, for some people where you're like, you're looped into the millennial age. And it's like, I don't know if it's the whole, if you grew up before the internet was a thing, maybe you shouldn't be called a millennial or if like you actually were able to T9 work without looking or yeah, do the two to two handed thing. You're not millennial, man. Like that's something that millennials have no idea what we're even talking about. No offense to the millennials. Let me tell, I'm just saying uh, it's kind of weird. I'm bringing this in. back. Let me tell yep. you something right tell now. Me. If you, <laughs> if you have never switched to switch on an adapter from TV to antenna, amazing <laughs> you need you need to uh give the whole millennial thing a rest yep yep i'm with you on that oh my gosh that's so funny yeah my the tv my parents room had, had 13 years. channels how about Sorry. that yeah no that's all right so anyways so 
<laughs> so 2006, you, you got into this whole Disney thing. What the, this is amazing. Well, the, the interview process, I remember sitting there and I thought, because my whole life, since I was old enough to walk and talk, aside from gaming, I started playing Pac-Man when I was seven months old with my mom yeah. in our apartment building in New York and was Disney. Mm-hmm. And so that was my dream company to work for. I was a television and film major and I'd done some radio. So that, I mean, they ruled the collective world of media movies. This of was course. when Pirates of the Caribbean was first just oh, dominating yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went to the interview process that was at the time, I think two nights later. And it said you must have something prepared, some kind of a resume or special skills, and professionally dressed. This is Mm -hmm. a serious interview. Mickey and Goofy aren't going to be there dancing and handing (laughs) out cakes or anything. (laughs) They're actual reps from the company coming, and it was me and about 15 other what I would call kids now. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yes, we were 22. Yeah. Uh, just sitting around thinking, what is this? What are they going to ask us? And some very polished individuals from Florida with their shiny badges and suits and ties uh, sat down with us and gave us the breakdown of what the program would be. And if you were selected, you would either be one of the attractions, one of the shows, uh, food service and culinary, a a myriad of choices. Yeah, so it was like wide open right from the start. Oh, absolutely. And they would put you where they thought your skills would be best utilized. Yeah. You could also put preferences because there were a lot of kids um, that wanted to go into culinary because Mm -hmm. some of the Disney restaurants, Le Cellier, for example, in the Canada Pavilion, was one of our signatures. Mm -hmm. It's five-star rated. So every highly, highly competitive step. And... Then uh, one of the recruiters, after the process was over, approached me and said, you've got the Disney magic, and Mm -hmm. we're really impressed with you. We really want to keep in touch with you. We can tell that you get us, but just stay by your phone. And they, of course, they didn't just say, sit there (laughs) like that in a constant panic. They gave me a window of time and just be in a quiet room, don't have the TV on or pets or company, and we're going to talk to you. And a super sweet girl named Chevelle (laughs) called me, (laughs) and we had an amazing conversation. And uh, before I knew it, I got a letter in the mail saying, welcome to the company, here's what you need to prepare. And you move into the dorms and it, I can, here I go again. It's an experience that I would do all over again. Yeah. And I would not trade for anything in this world. Oh my gosh. It opens the entire world up to you. Not just the Disney world, yeah. but our planet earth. Because if you have shyness issues, which I've never had, but some of the folks that went down there with me, they were just, they were very sweet and committed to the ideology of the company, to the folklore, to the mm-hmm. media and everything, the character integrity. But they were just, 
okay, this this will be this will be fun. It's just uh, no. Not for you gotta you. you gotta wake up. <laughs> Were you like like what's your family like? What's your what's the culture like with your family? Because like I get the sense that like there is something larger than life like in your upbringing almost that like Disney calls and you're like you're ready like that. That's not everybody, I don't think. Like, and you kind of mentioned very briefly, uh, going from New York to Alabama, like you've, you've kind of, you've been traveling a little bit. So like, what's, what's growing up like for you? And, and how does that sort of feed into Disney maybe? Well, my, uh, dad went to NYU mm-hmm. the year I was born to finish tax school. So that's why we were there. But he has been a drummer for 50 plus years. There it is. And my mother was, a singer and a model. Uh, just picture Elizabeth Taylor with blonde hair. I actually <laughs> could picture that. She's <laughs> she she's quite the the she was the town Barbie, a gorgeous woman. Yeah, I do come from a long line of people that enjoy being obnoxious until we get a laugh. <laughs> and uh, Pedro Barbero numero uno can tell you that. It's like, Come on, mm-hmm. Malloy. Enough. <laughs> how did you how did you guys meet? How do you know how do you know Pete? He was kind enough to hop in on one of my goofy live streams on Instagram mm-hmm. where I was just goofing off and cracking jokes and being silly with uh, my friend Dane from Oregon. And we all just kind of started this cool little conversation and talking about games and everything. No way. And um I said something really off the wall. I mean, not disc- legal disclaimer, nothing inappropriate. Sure. <laughs> but just very silly. And he goes, girl, what on earth are you even talking about? <laughs> but he didn't block or unfollow me. So I thought, this person is a good person and will be my friend. <laughs> this is the test. Yeah. <laughs> After my ludicrous statement I just made. You know what? It's a good, quick, easy way to weed the weird people out or the people you're just not, not weird, but the people you're not going to get along with. It's like, okay, you guys just filter right out. Everybody is left. Okay, Pete, you're good, man. I love that. Like, I was just talking to, um, to Tammy and Thomas King about yeah. just like meeting people on the internet and just like, what are the chances? And their episode is going to air a little later on this week. And, um, awesome. I actually don't know if this part of the conversation gets into the episode, but like, Totally by chance. They were talking about Skyrim, some bug in Skyrim on a forum, and now they've got like this lifelong friendship. And it's like, what, like if That's you're not so in the right, wonderful. if you're looking at, you could be looking in a totally, especially on the internet, like billions of different places at billions of different moments in time. But instead, like you guys kind of, you, you were doing your stream and Pete walked in and you said something strange. And then you guys <laughs> just like all of a sudden become, become friendly. Like, okay. So I want to ask you this now too, because now we established sure. that the, the chances of this are astronomical. Like there, it's just almost impossible. So how do you introduce games? Because we have a safe space right here. We're on a, like it's called We the Gamer Cast. We are all meeting in the Discord. That's all about video games. So it's, 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 it's safe. But like, Meeting people for the first time, like just kind of going like, do you do you want to go like head first into some gaming talk? Like that doesn't really happen. So I'm curious, like how did that <laughs> how did that come up with you guys? Well, I had only really been on Instagram since October, so at the time, I had about half of the. I really despise to use the word followers. 
Sure. I like to say yeah. friends mm-hmm. I'm because you. I'm I'm not about that life. I'm a massive goofball that just posts crazy stuff and wants giggles and <laughs> just likes to make people happy. Wants sixties and eighties songs seems like, Hey, remember this? Hey, it's the cure. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, <clears throat> so I would say a good 95% of the folks that I started connecting with were gaming pages. And mm-hmm. then from that, instead of just like the big, big Mondo with thousands of followers were the regular folks sure. like me that have just, okay, it's been this huge part of my life and my family and my parents played together and everyone in the neighborhood played together. So this is a fun way that we and our, are you in your thirties? I yep. don't want to. Okay. Yep. In our thirties now, now that we're grown ups, massive mm-hmm. quotations, can revisit all of that and reconnect and establish this wonderful. I don't even consider it a virtual friendship. I consider it yeah. a real one because mm-hmm. we are real people. I am speaking to you at this moment. Mm-hmm. Just because we're not in the same room doesn't mean that we're not having a meaningful connection and conversation. Mm-hmm. And so once I started really making all these wonderful connections, I realized, wow, there is such a strong gaming community out there and it's not just 11 year olds playing Fortnite and yelling yeah. at each other telling you to do something to their <laughs> they did something to your mom all that other stuff like that's the that's the thing that like just amazes me that like i mean once you dive in that it's, it's just too bad that that's not the like the general perception i guess like, like because to me this is way more prevalent than the nastiness that everybody else talks about like there's oh, been sure maybe a like, couple times on that i could count on my hand where i was like like genuinely offended and it takes a lot to like genuinely offend me like really really have to try same and after working at disney world oh you bet oh really i would get cussed out at least three times a day what but like by people sometimes by adorable elderly people come on (laughs) adorable elderly people just throwing cusses at you what was the problem let me tell you something uh they (laughs) they thought we could control the weather Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that is not an exaggeration i had someone finally break it down for me after she screamed at me for 10 minutes because it was a day like today it is hurricane season welcome to the gulf coast by the way that's nuts (laughs) Like, we have, like, winter, which is a normal season. Like, you get snow and all that other stuff. You have hurricane season. Like, every year, you can count on hurricanes stopping by. Like... Every week. Every week. It's just, oh, here it is. Here it is. It's coming. Get out of the way. And after after 30 years, you go, "Mm mm-hmm. Really? Yep. It's just not even... Really? You just kind of batten down the hatches, and that's kind of it? And Well, and in Orlando, see, and this is why I'm... I vehemently stay away from the news because it's mainly mm-hmm. bad news. Oh, sure, yeah. But but working at a theme park where you're outdoors eight to sixteen hours a day, you gotta have an idea of what the weather's gonna be. Oh, sure. And so every week from July through early November, the weather people would be okay. Here here we go. Here comes a tropical storm, Alberto or mm-hmm. Felipe. Uh, here here he comes, <laughs> and. <laughs> And after hearing that about eight times a week, you kind of get jaded to it and say, yep, 
That's nuts to me. That I is... wonder if I'll get. I wonder if I'll get offered. Oh my you get, gosh. You get so used to it. And the funny thing, not funny, it wasn't the time. I made a lot of friends from Brazil that uh, came to work at Disney. Mm-hmm. And these lovely folks had no idea how to deal with even a tornado. And one day we were under a tornado watch. I was in my friend's car and the wind just starts just howling and all these big fat raindrops and everything Mm -hmm. and her car starts shaking she turns on the radio and it's that horrible mr roboto voice (laughs) saying to (laughs) take cover in the lowest level and i'm just sitting there going yeah yeah it it looks like it yeah the wind's really picking up yeah you'd you'd be making fun of me in this situation big time i'd be like i think you should be more concerned than this (laughs) This poor girl starts shaking oh, I and be falling. Quite there. Okay, yeah, I'm not saying, quite there. Oh my goodness, what do we do? And I said, I said, Anna, That's really <laughs> we're funny. going to be fun. Uh, why are you not in a panic? There is a tornado coming. We're going to blow away and die. We've had we've had one tornado in this in my city and it was in like 1987 or 1989 and every year they're like it's coming back like we're not we're not in tornado there's it's not happening but yet still there's always this crazy this crazy one were you playing were you playing games when you're at Disney too was that it was that a possibility to be like playing anything or it seems like you're just working the whole time exactly you are and it's not a complaint because so many people need employment and working at disney is usually a whole lot of fun but by the time you get home yeah you're done mm-hmm. so 2006 <laughs> that's like that's like we ps3 kind of 360 era so is that kind of like a is that represent kind of a gap in gaming for you like you can you're you've been playing since you're seven seven months old so i'm just i actually wanted to ask you like what camp are you in like are you in the nintendo camp are you in the are you in a camp the sony camp xbox like where are you at i'm i'm definitely a happy camper with nintendo yeah there it is because <laughs> you have to say happy camper mm-hmm. um just because that was my first console yeah and of course you start off with the basics like uh, donkey kong and mario pinball golf tennis and in 87 my dad brought the legend of zelda home and my life was forever changed <laughs> and 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 i know that's such a cliche answer zelda 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 no but- no but i like the twist on it though that like your dad brought home, you, you said your dad brought it home do you bring it home for you or for him both of us to i play together. love that and i was i was three yeah but like I said, since before, when I was an infant, I was pushing buttons on Pac-Man and moving the controller around. So I already had a very strong connection to controllers and buttons. Listen, I was adjusting the tracking control on our VCR when I was two. Yeah, I'm with I'm you. Always, <laughs> I've always been obsessed with buttons. Mm-hmm. I would go with him to Circuit City. In kindergarten, yeah. and I would just go up to all the. Don't you miss Circuit City? Yeah. Oh my goodness, I'd go up to all the jam boxes because that's what they're called, and and <laughs> stereos and hi fi's, and I would just not in a destructive little kid way. I was genuinely fascinated. Yeah. I would I would adjust the mid and the bass and the treble, <laughs> like not even really knowing what you're doing, but like all oh, these knobs do something. Wait, oh yeah, okay, that does that. That does that. 
And so it's it's captured my imagination oh, yeah. my whole life. And so when Zelda was brought home and see, and that's why these whippersnappers don't understand how spoiled they are with Google. And that anytime they are stuck, they can immediately either get on this magic telephone machine mm-hmm. and video chat a friend and ask for help or call up an entire walkthrough. I'll never forget... I'm digressing. I'm so sorry. That's but the point 19... of the show. <laughs> in 1996, I remember getting stuck on... What was it? Oh, dear. I'm drawing a blank. Here's the blank I'm drawing. Was it on 64? You would have been kind of Mario 64 time or something around I there. think it was either Mario 64, maybe... It wouldn't have been GoldenEye. It was probably Mario, because mm-hmm. I got stuck several times in that game, finding the, the stars and, and the coins. And my friend, I was, I was a chat room monitor for AOL for Cartoon Network. Oh my god, that and, is the best! <laughs> and my friend Razor One Four Four One was a, a massive, massive gamer. I mean, he had this incredible setup and everything. So I sent him, and I am, because that's what we sent at those mm-hmm, times. Mm-hmm. And he goes, "Dude, just call up the walkthrough." And I remember thinking, what? <laughs> and he sent me the hyperlink, <laughs> the HTML in an email. Amazing. If anyone even sends those anymore. Yeah. And I remember looking at it and there were bullet points and details, item descriptions. And my mind was legitimately blown. Mm-hmm. I thought someone has taken the time <laughs> to play this entire game and go all the way through it. And that takes me back to the first the original Legend of Zelda. And that did not exist. If you were stuck, you were stuck. You called in. Like what if what if you when you Google the walkthrough, a little pop up that said like, yeah, you can get the answer, but you're gonna have to pay like two four dollars a minute and you're gonna like play like a guessing game with the Nintendo expert on the other end of the line. Like like were we on a different planet? Like <laughs> it feels like happens. it seriously and that's what happens sometimes like, like i feel like when i when i travel some places like even within canada like there's there's pockets of canada that's like they never went past like 1997 it's really weird but like your money still works so you know you're still in canada so but like their tech is is kind of weird and like it's just i love that it's like time travel but you just gotta go a little farther east sorry do they Turban. Do they still use carbon on their credit card machine? Yeah, right. Like, oh my gosh, those are the yeah, the, the big slider, and it just never worked. One of these days, we should do like an episode dedicated to just like remember the '90s kind of thing. Like, remember the '80s? Yes. Just, oh, that would be hilarious. Yes. It would just be all like, actually, you, you so talked wonderful. about like the tracking button, and we could just have like the lines kind of going up and down. I remember like uh, we used to tape to tape stuff all the time. Like we would have, uh, we had all the first six Star Trek movies on two VHS tapes. Cause you oh, could just, wow. like, we, we have to be very careful with the credits, of course. So we would only do the credits on the last one. We would cut the credits off for the first two on the tape. And then you'd have the credits roll as if it was the same crew for all three stupid movies. But holy crap. So, but that was crucial. And I mean, it's part of our, it makes us who we are. We laugh about it, but it's like, that's how we know how to do all of this stuff. Like we got to kind of go step by step by step. And, and we, we, we appreciate it. We appreciate it. Mm-hmm. We appreciate the, is rapidity even a word? The quickness mm-hmm. and the instantaneous process that everything goes in nowadays. But how much fun 
was making a label oh, yeah. on a VHS tape. Oh, you got to get it just right on there. Did you ever like? Did you ever knock off the tab on it? And then, make, did you know that that was a thing? There's a small little oh, plastic sure. tab. Yeah, I was talking to somebody else, and like they had no idea. You knock that off, and then you couldn't record over it anymore. So if you had something like really I... special. I found that out the hard way when I was four mm. because I had recorded my George Michael Wham music videos and my oh, Wang Chung videos <laughs> and my dad t- and some Billy Ocean and mm-hmm. some Billy Idol and my dad taped over it with a football game mm-hmm. and I was devastated. Oh, man. <laughs> so. everybody, everybody now <laughs> listening to this is thinking of like that one tape that they had got taped over. We did like background uh, backyard wrestling and one of our backyard wrestling oh tapes gosh. got taped over. Like, and it was no. probably for the best to be honest. Like there's, and there's probably like even just doing this show, there's probably hours upon hours of stuff that nobody should really see uh, or me saying something that probably shouldn't be saying, but now it's out there on the internet. And like, what do you think about this? Like we're now in like this weird space where, and now I think about this because uh, with Lincoln, another one on the way, like for any sure. of them, like if they Google my name, there's all this stuff that will pop up and like, that's not necessarily um, unique to podcasters. Like we've all left, I can't remember what the term was. It was like a digital footprint or something like that. Like yes, it's impossible to, footprint. to yes. get rid of it now. Like if you were to try and like get rid of all these other accounts that you've created or linked or whatever, like it's, it's not possible. Like there's actually not enough time in the day to go back and try and clear anything. So maybe that's why, is that maybe why, uh, you go by a, an anonymous sort of like an alias on the internet. Is that the, is that the panache? Am I saying that right? I, panache, yes. yes. So where, so is that why? And then I kind of wanted to get into the name, like where did, where does it come from? But yeah, like why, I, I why the in, alias? I know you're in Canada. I may plead the fifth to half of that reason. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, panache comes from a very dear friend of mine who is no longer with us. And it was the name of his standard poodle. Mm. And I always thought it was the coolest name. It has so much flair and style. And the definition of it is that you walk and act with a certain vibrance and color and happiness. And I thought, you know what? That'll be a fitting pin name because Mm -hmm. that's how I want to be. That's how I want people to remember me. And the Malloy is kind of this melange of all of these 1930s and 40s noir movies that I watch. The last name of the smart aleck girl is usually something like Malloy. Like, mm-hmm. you better watch yourself, mm-hmm. Malloy. <laughs> so, yeah, it's so good. So, I just I connected those two. But going back to all joking aside, going back to the digital footprint, it's funny you bring that up because just this week, my mom told me that I have three Facebook accounts open under my name and I terminated my one Facebook account mm-hmm. nearly nine months ago when it was hacked for the fourth time and I had just had enough. No kidding. Because no. the the politics and negativity on there were just getting to be a little too much. Mm-hmm. And that's why I love Instagram because 90% of my feed, I mean, every now and then somebody will get a little be a little prickly pear if you pardon my language (laughs) i suppose i will (laughs) use the bleed button if you need to (laughs) and don't get hot under the collar about something yeah but it's usually (laughs) 
Metroid, Zelda, Donkey Kong, Amiibos, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a family picture, so let's go walk the dogs in the park like you do. Happy things, positive yeah. things, music, album covers, toys from back in the day. And that's why I like this format so much better. Mm-hmm. And so I just said, okay, I've... I've had enough. I deleted it all. And then she tells me two days ago, um, just so you know, <laughs> uh, you're all over Facebook under three different accounts. What and in the world? I thought if, <laughs> I guess if you want to talk about Zelda and lip gloss, then sure, steal my identity. But <laughs> that in stand-up comedy and Disney, that's about it when it comes to me. Aside from that, I got nothing. That is so, so Zelda and lip gloss. Okay, I can't ask you about lip gloss, but I will ask you about Zelda. What is your? Everybody has their their correct answer. What is what is your favorite uh, Zelda game in the series? A Link to the Past. Yeah, I think that that's mine. Would so I I didn't play that until like way late in the game. I wasn't allowed to have. Everybody has heard me say it a thousand times, but I, I have didn't have a console growing up, and there was four kids in the house, and all like it was just like Ooh. we were we were on we we steered it on the PC side up until about the Dreamcast days. Um, so I had to, I had to go back like way, way later. I'm actually playing Blossom Tales right now. So I'm kind of getting a, a big callback, right? Okay. So, so, but I played, uh, a link between worlds actually before a link to the past. And so like that's, so to me, like those are my favorite style of Zelda games, like way more than, than the 3D versions. Like I still haven't got to, even though I've got the the 3DS actually right above my head. Um, I haven't mm-hmm. played Majora's Mask yet. Like I, I've got Bobby makes fun of me. The Nintendo Guru makes fun of me all the time. Like I probably shouldn't even be on if we were at Nintendo because I. He's like, what's your what's your favorite Zelda game? I'm like, I think I've only played like three or four. Of them. <laughs> I haven't played too many of them. So like, have you? Did you stick with it after your dad came home with that one that fateful day? Like, did you kind of pick up every single one as they went along, or what was your history with the series? Well, that one I could not put down. Yeah. I was I was so obsessed with I mean the best thing about it the, the the two greatest things about it aside from the wonderful story and the adventure is the overhead overworld gameplay mm-hmm. so you could actually see the area around you and you. not just the linear left to right stuff with attacking enemies and collecting items etc. But also there was no time limit. You could mm. explore. You could take chances and risk. And instead of just saying, okay, we must do this next. We must buy this potion next or get this much money. Right. Eventually you get to that. But that was the greatest part is, oh, I wonder what's over here. Mm-hmm. That's cool. We don't have to get this done in 30 seconds or we lose a life. Yeah. We, can, we can just go as wonder. long as our, our hearts stay strong um we did play the second one and i did not enjoy it Mm -hmm. and i have a lot of good pals on instagram that will be quite cantankerous with me because they love it because it was extremely challenging i understand that i appreciate that What a weird sequel, though. Like, really, between Mario and Zelda, are there any other games that have weirder sequels? I'm not really sure if that's a thing. (laughs) Just so bizarre. Like, just total left turns. Uh, Although, I guess America got a different sequel than Japan did for Mario, but that's a whole other tangent. This is true. So, I just... It kind of felt like a completely different 
company made yeah. the game. Yeah. I just felt like the heart wasn't there. And then the third one, I mean, being seven and a half, eight years old, seeing that opening loading screen for the first time, just the score mm-hmm. in that game, yep. the overall gameplay, the color, the life that just exuded from it to be a second grader experiencing that for the first time. And I know I'm being super gushy, but it changed everything. Mm -hmm. It was mind blowing. The way you say that too, like it it makes me think about this. I'm a very self-reflective kind of person just by nature. And I wonder if anybody else really is. Sometimes I ask questions like, "Mm, I never thought of that before. So I don't mean to put you on the spot, but like the way, the way that you even said like, I was in grade two when this game landed. Like every now and then I kind of take stock and like, I am, I feel like I was born in like the perfect year. Like I feel like I, like whatever technology or music or whatever is games, entertainment, like landed when it should have for me to experience it in my life. And I feel like, like the Super Nintendo landed at a time where it was just like, I had the time to experience it. I had the imagination of a kid, but like not too young in my childhood but like old enough to kind of like take it learn it and like run with it and and start to maybe dive in with like drawings and things like that or obsess about the music like do you ever do you ever kind of like think about that like what are there maybe are there other examples within gaming that landed at like the perfect time for you in your life oh a hundred percent because if you're too small then you don't really remember right i'm i'm a weirdo in the sense that i remember being free yeah, I remember everything that's about amazing. Being that's awesome. I went to I went to Disney for the first time with that when I was three. That helps, and I'll I'll never forget anything about it. That's when I started playing Zelda. But a lot of people, when you're in that kind of tumultuous little preschoolish kind of age, you go, "Wait, what happened?" Right. And so I am an old soul. I will say that. There are some times where I feel like I was born at least 40 years too late, just because mainly of the the style I like, the music I enjoy, sure. the traditions that I follow. But as far as gaming goes, were you, what year were you born in? Where, I think we're right on this. If I'm, I'm keeping up with the math, we're the same. I was in 84. Okay. So the same. Yeah. Um, I mean, I missed out on on Pong. Mm-hmm. And we we had a twenty six hundred, mm-hmm. but it was accidentally broken <laughs> by my dad. Accidental, like like rage broken. <laughs> no way, that's awesome. Oh, I wish more so, of our parents had rage rage quit stories. So we had a twenty six hundred, but fortunately, that never happened to it's my somewhere Indiana, in the wall so. or in the ground or something. <laughs> Bits of there's a crater there's a 2600 shaped crater in alabama holy crap i also like the way that you said that too i don't think that i've heard anybody say like i missed out on pong like that sort of goes without saying for a lot of us but like i like that you like would have liked to be there for for pong to start i mean pong was the plymouth rock of everything we've come to know and love as people that enjoy it was the mayflower yeah that everything else and this is this represents this represents boat travel yeah clarify for everyone (laughs) and it was just a dot in two lines Mm -hmm. that represented table tennis yeah and now look where we are 
I follow so many cool people on Twitch and I really do feel like Link in Breath of the Wild in the sense that as <clears throat> pardon me, as you touched on before with Disney and so many years of not steadily gaming buying consoles, mm -hmm. I feel like I've come out of a hyperbaric chamber a hundred years later going, What is happening? when I see people playing Call of Duty and God of War, and I see this incredible detail and yeah. these hours spent on character development, and I just sit there in amazement and go, "I, I remember Duck Hunt." Yeah, right. <laughs> I remember that being a thrill. What and a Hobie great Sally. concept! What a great like like comparison that Link wakes up after a hundred years, just like what like what what happened, and trying to recreate and connect the dots and the memories and everything. Like, imagine if you were to like step away. That's why I kind of like identifying mm -hmm. if there's gaps in people's gaming because like when you come back out of it, it's like, hang on a second, like you are about to get your world <laughs> rocked. Like, like even just like we don't talk about graphics anymore. <laughs> Like it's kind of this weird, strange thing that we left left that word behind. Like the way that we talk about games has totally changed. Like the vocabulary and the depth that we're comfortable, I think, going in. I don't know about you, but like I, I experienced this weird thing when um, when I talked to people like just around me. Aside from Chelsea and I talk like like this. Like we talk about oh, like, sure. like every aspect of of a game. But um, every once in a while, I kind of get get around people who aren't really like in it like we are, and um, sure. they, like their vocabulary is different. Like they're almost still using things like the graphics are really great, or things like like that's how we used to describe it when we were, you know, like probably ten, fifteen, twenty years ago. And like we're beyond that, we're talking about like story and narrative and like the immersive nature and emergent gameplay and things like that. And it's just like this. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It sort of makes it. I don't want to make I don't want to make it like it's in it like this exclusive club that like if you don't talk like that then you're not allowed in. But I just more so wanted to kind of highlight like oh, we, we've we've developed and well, if you don't have the password you're done. Stop it! Stop it! Yeah, no homers. We already have a homer. <laughs> so I don't know, man. It's just like I just I just love it. I I just wish that there was a way for us to kind of like open the door more like because it, it does kind of take it takes a commitment it takes a like you better be playing x number of hours per week or or keep up with the stuff and just i don't know i i don't i kind of wish it was a little bit more just everybody's welcome because it, it is tough to to be because you just have to keep up like even even just with with kids and stuff it's hard to keep up with the latest game i know that i like i get a lot of stress and anxiety around end of year when like, I haven't played every single game. I'm like, well, this is stupid. Like, the whole point of this is to have fun. So I don't know, oh, man. Sure. It's, it's, it can be tough. What about you? Like, for like to keep up with games, are you playing, like, the latest, greatest? Or I did a thing where I, I purposefully set myself a year back to save money, and it actually totally backfired because all I was doing was buying. Instead of, like, one $80 game or $60 game or whatever it was, I would spend the same amount of money and buy five, and then I've got a backlog issue problem. So... <laughs> um, like, what are you playing now? If you weren't doing this, like, what would you be playing? Mario Kart 8. Oh, nice! But, so I did finally break down and get a Switch mm -hmm. about three months ago. <laughs> so I'm super late to that party. I resisted and resisted. How come? Just because of my work-life balance. Sure. Just the time, because once I start getting into something... That's it. Yeah, man. You better be bleeding to death in a ditch if you want my attention. <laughs> <laughs> I actually told, who did I tell the other night? 
<clears throat> and, and I think it was my friends that were playing Ocarina of Time. And I told them I had to hide my Switch from myself. Yeah. Because I was in the middle <laughs> of cooking something once I was about two hours deep into a Breath of the Wild session and my skillet caught fire. Oh my gosh! Because, because I was so just in it and i thought yeah uh i gotta stop <laughs> oh i love it okay that's but, another level man i i love and it. it gave them some good chortles but it's just that game chortles. chortles how gorgeous is that game how incredible is that i i have no what's what's a chortle i was laughing at the word what's it what i have no idea what you're talking about a chortle is more then a chuckle, but not as drawn out as a giggle. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm like writing down all my speaking of vocabulary, my vocabulary is taking a toll tonight. It's, okay, <laughs> chortle. I that I feel like I'm gonna have to I may have to get a whole list of words that I'm like learning from people that I talk to from this show from all over the place. Between you and Tammy, like, oh my gosh, it's this is awesome. So okay, so I got distracted by Chortle. You're talking about another <laughs> game. So so you you purposefully like so what was like resisting the switch like? Because you were you must have been like up to date with at least like podcasts or like you knew what was going on. You knew the switch was a thing. Oh sure, oh sure. Like, no, I just keep it away. I, <laughs> yes, no. I I because I know me and I yeah. know how emotionally invested. <clears throat> pardon me. <clears throat> Then I get into a game, yeah, especially Zelda, mm-hmm. because I, <laughs> Ocarina of Time, just going back, like I said, you you better be having a serious emergency for me to pay you any kind of attention. Mm-hmm. And I knew that's what this was going to be because I saw, unfortunately, too many spoilers. <clears throat> I'm so sorry. We can make it. We can make it. <laughs> We're almost there. <laughs> and I saw the images and I thought, when I do play this, because I was I was going to get there. I'm amazed. It's, it, it's, it's over. I will right. not focus. Every entire world will crash around me. And I will only focus on this story. And so finally, one night, I thought, I got to do it. It was very late. Mm-hmm. And I just drove to Tarjay in the rain <laughs> and and walked in. And uh, there was a person I could, he just had the massive vibe mm-hmm. of someone like us. So I knew immediately we were going to have chat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was putting stuff away and he just goes, what's up? <laughs> and I said, I was like, I was very... I flutin about it. I said, I would like to purchase Switch, please. That's awesome. Because this is this big moment. Like, I, th- I'm fascinated by the major. duality of this. Like, like the recognition that, like, this is a thing that exists that I clearly want and will probably destroy my life, but I'm not going to get it. And then to just sort of, like, man, th- like, the, there's a discipline there. There's, there's something that, like, then when a, the moment finally happens, it's euphoric. Like, it's, it's, it's out of oh, body it's almost. Like- and you, you go racing to, down. And you got to skip all the madness. Like you got to be outside of the whole like shortage and everything. Like you didn't have to worry about like calling in and being like, "Do you have any switches?" And they laugh at you and all that stuff. Like you got to go in pretty safe. 
that they were going to have one. And then just like, then your moment isn't sullied. Then it's not soiled by just all that nastiness. Oh, I'm kind of jealous of this. I went racing down the highway. It was raining. The wind was howling. Night Ranger was <laughs> blasting in the background. Oh, this picture in my brain. That is so funny. And so and since Mario's then, it's been nonstop. Wings sprouting on the back of my oh Mini my Cooper. Oh, my gosh. That is amazing. <laughs> and so that guy and I, he ignored two families. To yeah. talk to me about Breath of the Wild well, for 30 yeah. minutes. Families are boring. Let's talk about Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually kept kind of doing that. And I would go uh, <laughs> to tell him, um, you, you, have, you have other guests. <laughs> like, because that's, that's still from well Disney where I say yes. I don't yes. say customers. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you, you would get in a, a performance reprimand if you referred to them as customers. Mm-hmm. They were guests. And, and you're cast members <laughs> and everything like that. There's all, cast like, that's a whole other, yeah, your whole, your whole vernacular changes in the Disney world. I love so that. So we had, we had this incredible conversation. And he kind of gives me this look like... I'm going to ask you a question and you better say the right answer mm-hmm. to me. And he goes, what are you going to get? <laughs> and I said, breath of the wild. It's like and a he, standoff. Like there's like this Western music back and forth. between you guys, I know it's just, mm-hmm. so and funny. he goes, nice. nice. <laughs> <laughs> and he does the fist bump and everything. Mm-hmm. So are you and mostly, goes, are you mostly physical? Sorry. I'm sorry. Are you mostly physical on the, on the, on the games? You keep going back to the Target or have you picked up any, any of the digital indie games that have been coming out lately? I have that in Mario Kart eight and nothing else. Man, because... isn't that, but isn't that amazing? Like, that's all you kind of need. Like you could play that. I, I've said since like in the game of the year conversations for 2017, I was talking about how like breath of the wild in this, in the first year, I was like, this is, this is my forever game. Like everybody, some people have like their World of Warcraft, some people have their Skyrim, whatever. Like I could play Breath of the Wild until the end of time. But I also have like this weird thing where I want to play everything new and then I get decision paralysis. But if I were stranded, it actually kind of do me a favor because it would make the choice for me. I've got three games and maybe one of those is Breath of the Wild because that's and it's different because like I kind of mentioned before how I think I think A Link to the Past is my favorite is probably in my mind the best, but like. I can't play that game forever. I could explore Breath of the Wild forever and ever and ever. And then when I think that I've seen everything, I hit a race and then I start it all over again and do that, I don't know, until I die. Well, the first thing that just captured my heart about Breath of the Wild is that the area to explore is so vast. Yeah. I mean, there's this almost eerie, beautiful quiet about everything where mm-hmm. you because i remember i had my my earbuds in and i thought i can hear cricket mm-hmm. i can hear the wind blowing oh, through the grass yeah <laughs> this is incredible it's this purposeful quiet like it's like because sometimes there can be like this empty by accident quiet or like emptiness and it's like this was everything that was so well crafted that you're right like every every silence was there for a reason because maybe just after that there would be an enemy or a music would pop up or something like it was also choreographed so masterfully like oh my god i could go on about i could go on and on about freaking breath of the wild now i gotta i gotta fire that game back up i need to remember what the heck i was up to but man i missed that game and i love that you can have a nintendo switch and you can have mario kart and breath of the wild and be like perfectly satisfied that is like that's the best thing i heard tonight 
I love that. Well, I I do want to 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 build and grow and progress, but yeah. right now, oh my goodness, with everything I've got going on, and I just got the SNES Classic Edition yeah. after a year of waiting. Oh my goodness! Mm-hmm. That Again, was an another great moment where you didn't have to be like fighting through crowds and stuff. They're just kind of they're just kind of available now. Then you can just go grab it. It was thanks to one of my Instagram friends, Matthew, at two in the morning because that's when I'm wide awake. Oh, really? He posted a he posted a story, and he's way up north. He posted a story about um he posted the add to cart button, mm-hmm. saying, "Uh, guys, you need to do this now." So, and oh, it's I been so it. sold out, sold out for months, 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 months. I was at the top of someone's wait list. I won't say who, on Instagram, and at the last minute, they go, "Nah, homie." I'm going to keep it. And I was uh, so heartbroken. And so I thought, let's just see if my Best Buy has it. And I went to it and add to cart was lit up. And yes. I went. Yes. You're like, there must be something wrong here. I'm going to click it anyways. Oh, I love it. I just fired my, we've had it for a little bit, actually. Uh, my wife got it for me. But it's mostly sat here. And then we just, my brother is over and he plays all the retro games. Like he, he's nuts about this stuff. Like at home, he, I, he, like, I keep telling him, like, when are you going to get a Switch? And he's like, I'm good. And I'm like, when are you going to get a PS4? He's like, I'm fine. Like, he's just, he plays Star Fox, like the, like the original Star Fox still to this day. Like he's, he was, I was talking to him a couple weeks ago. He's like, I'm just about to be Battletoads. Nice. I'm like, holy crap. You've been playing Battletoads for the last 25 years trying to beat that stupid game. <laughs> At least. Like, seriously, that kid is, he is so funny. So I love, man, what a time to be a Nintendo fan because I got my, my 3DS right here that is legit. Like it's, it's actually, you can see it's got a charge. Like that means I'm playing the sucker. I got my Switch <laughs> over there that I'm gonna be playing tonight. I, oh my god! If we're in Nintendo is the best, like it shouldn't even be a thing because Nintendo is working just fine. I just love it. Um, Panache, thank you so much for Absolutely. hanging out with me tonight. This was so much fun, and I appreciate the rescheduling and everything. This was nice. Oh, absolutely! It was my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. And congratulations on the soon to be new addition to your family thank you i I very happy and proud for you thanks i have to remember just to say thank you we're also excited and not like totally freak out and like by people reminding me that another one is happening soon but yes totally excited thank you (laughs) panache um do you want anybody to find you on instagram or do you want to share anything or just direct people to to the make us better discord where um you're active there as well Um, sure panache underscore malloy is my instagram and uh, everyone can feel free to be pals with me on there. Buckle up for a whole bunch of new wave, <laughs> eighty songs, my horrible jokes. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, so good. and overall feelings on existing in the universe. <laughs> okay, that's that's where I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> tap into that. That is awesome. Again, Panosh, thank you so much. This has been so amazing. I really appreciate it. Thank you, kind sir. Take care. I was really nervous about that intro and screaming and talking for a little while because, you know, I do this thing when I record it. I hit the record button, which is kind of terrifying because it's kind of like this is go time, even though it's not live. I I rarely do a second take unless something absolutely horrible happens. Uh, So I hit I hit record and um, (laughs) I could have just pressed stop. But the the baby monitor was not was not shutting off. I don't think it's not playing sound now. So I wasn't sure what was happening with it. And I kind of panicked. 
as it came time for me to scream, hey, I still hadn't had it sorted out. Like, I've only gotten a little bit of time there. <laughs> so, so I shut it off completely. Like, I couldn't silence it. Nothing was working, and it was cutting in and out of reception. So I completely shut it off. So however long I was rambling there for, eight, nine, ten minutes or whatever, um, he could have been up and screaming the whole time. Thankfully, Lincoln's still sleeping. Managed to get that down. Uh, I don't know what is going to happen when the second one comes around because... I just don't know. I just we're gonna have to do We the Gamer Cast Drive. Maybe have to figure something out because I absolutely love this. This this show has done so much for me, the community. I've met so many amazing and amazing people. Like I just never, I could never imagine. But I'm I'm going off track. Thank you so much to Panache. Um, at this point of recording, we haven't chatted yet, so I don't know if we got to the story of Panache or not. Maybe some, maybe maybe ask her. Maybe I will now that I'm thinking of this in the future. Sean will probably ask her. So now you're thinking. Well, why are you talking about all this? You already chatted, but now you know. I'm kind of going back and forth in time. Um, normally, I would tell you to follow her on Twitter, but um, you can... Uh, she, she doesn't have have the Twitter. The song, super epic, dude. Holy crap. That was Mario Luigi's Bowser's Inside Story, All That Remains at ocremix.org. I, I saw the title, All That Remains, and I thought of the metal band. I'm like, let's see if this has got it going. And, and it, 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 got, it got it going. Guys, follow me on Twitter at Sean Capri, Sean LeConder Capri, like the pants. You can follow the show, We the GamerCast, follow the website, We the Nerdy. Um, and please, please tune into the show on Thursday. So we have two guests. We've never done this before. We have two guests who've been on the show. They're coming back, and I, I still owe you guys live episodes for helping us to cross over the 300. I have to work out some stuff because we didn't really like, we didn't really cross over the 300. There's some details that I don't really want to get into, but hopefully next month we'll cross over. Anyways, it looks like we have, but we haven't. So if you want to know more, feel free to DM me. Uh, but anyways, um, Thursday, Tammy and Tommy, it's amazing. We do our top five games of all time. Otherwise, this has been episode 159 of We The Gamer Cast. Now in your ears, thank you again for listening. I'll be back on Thursday uh, with that episode. Now it's time for Jason! 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 Sean! 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 Jason! 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 Jason!